You're listening to Excellence Above Talent, a podcast where we have the hard conversations about the lives of men and what leads us to achieve greatness and suffer defeat. Hear from other men's journeys as well, as we all learn and grow together to become inspirations to ourselves and those around us. And now your host, Aaron Thomas. What's up, my beautiful people? Aaron Thomas with Excellence Above Talent. I have had an eventful day. Well, I'll say it's been an eventful week. I One of my tires went flat, and I went to discount to get it patched up. And at the tire shop, he came out. Anytime you go to a tire shop, they try to upsell you. You need all tires. He was like, you need three tires, and we can't patch up the tire that you have because its threads are low, and, you know. So I was like, all right, cool. So I left, went to AutoZone and got the items to patch the tire myself. I didn't know how to patch a tire, so I had to call and ask for help. <laughs> and I'm a guy, I'll be honest, I'll tell people that we can't do it alone. I'll tell people that you have to ask for help. But asking for help for me is one of the hardest things I struggle with because I feel like I owe you if you do something for me. I have to do something back. I'm not sure where that came from, but I don't want to feel like I owe you. I don't want to feel like you can have that over me. So never change out a tire or patch a tire. And I called one of my buddies, Israel, and he was like, yeah, bro, I'll come over there and help you out. And so technically he really didn't help me out because he couldn't push the little metal thing into the tires. So I ended up doing it myself. <laughs> Hopefully he listens to this. And um, But he put the, uh, the patch in. He helped me out. I'm, I'm not going to take his credit. He helped me out. I didn't do anything. And that was kind of the start of the week. And then today when I woke up, man, my heart was just heavy. Just had a heavy heart. I am trying to to make a better life for myself. And when I was married, there was money in the account. My credit score was over 700. I felt that my life was finally getting on track, that things were finally looking up. Came back from Cancun. My wife wanted a divorce, didn't want nothing to do with me. And that sent me down a spiral. So this was in 2021. I went down a spiral. My truck was paid off. I had just paid it off. But it was in her name. We switched the title over to my name. And I felt some type of way. So I went out, sold my truck. And got a BMW, which I can't afford. I already had the truck. The truck was already paid off. Uh, same payments as a truck. I can afford it, but it's just it's unnecessary. I don't need it, right? I I don't need a payment of five hundred plus dollars a month. So essentially, I can't afford it. And then I got a loan, which I don't know why, and I just completely went bonkers. 
out of town, drinking, clubbing, because I didn't want to feel the pain that I was feeling. And then one of my biggest fears is abandonment. I don't want to feel like someone is abandoning me. And that stems from my dad leaving at an early age and me feeling like I had something to do with it, me feeling like he didn't love me or the family anymore. And that really kind of screwed with my head, and I've never unpacked that or processed it. And so in my marriage, I essentially manifest what it was that I feared the most because I didn't want to be abandoned in my marriage, but I did everything possible to have that person leave me. And so it's no one's fault but my own. And again, you got to process these feelings that, that you go through as well. So fear of abandonment is something that I deal with, something that I will continue to deal with, but it's something that I'm going to unpack and process. So went nuts, went crazy, partying, spinning it up, spending money that wasn't mine. <laughs> and at some point, you're going to have to come back down to earth and pay that money back and figure out your next step. And it took me a while, not going to lie. And so right now, living paycheck to paycheck, trying to figure it out. And I think going to the tire shop and him telling me how much the tires were and me looking in my bank account overwhelmed me, pissed me off, frustrated. I shouldn't be here. Why am I here? Like what, you know, I couldn't pay for one damn tire as a man. It didn't feel good. Then I had to, I had to ask for help. And the reason why I don't like asking for help is because it brings on that same feeling of being abandoned when someone could potentially help you and they choose not to. It feels like they are leaving you. It feels like you're not worthy enough for the help. And I didn't really make that correlation until now, but it's a big fear of mine. Yeah, so I right. discount, tires screwed up, woke up Thursday morning just mentally drained because I am a helper. I want to help as many people as possible, and I feel like in this moment in my life, I'm not doing enough helping. There is frustration because I am working with young men, trying to show them a better way in life. You don't have to hold your feelings in. You don't have to act like you're so tough and you don't have to pretend because all that pretending and not talking about your feelings, it creates a intervolcano within yourself. And at some point, that volcano is going to erupt. And when it erupts, there's so much anger and hate that you feel within yourself and it leaks out to others that are in your life. And sometimes that anger and that hate pushes people that you love away. And then when you look up, you you feel alone. You're not alone, but you feel alone. And a lot of young boys, men, have the fuck it mentality to where, well, it's like this anyway, so fuck it. 
and they create more chaos through drinking, doing drugs, cheating, being abusive. And I want to show these young men that there are other ways to express yourself so that that inner volcano doesn't erupt, that you don't hurt the people that you love, that you can talk about your feelings and emotions. Working on a nonprofit, because I know that this is something that is needed in our community especially, because I am in the schools and I'm at the detention center and I'm looking at these young kids in their eyes and they're looking for something. They're needing something. They're wanting someone to step up. And in my head, I put myself in a negative space because I don't even have enough money to buy three tires, let alone one. So I began to feel useless. And then that fear of potentially asking for help to start something that I know needs to be started. There was a young man that lost his life this weekend at 15, and a 17-year-old did it. I'm not saying I can change everybody, but I know I can change a lot of kids who are going down a path where it's going to be nothing but chaos and pain. Introduce them to a different life. Show them a different way. So there is a mentor program that I'm, I'm working on. There's a nonprofit that I already have. I already have a nonprofit. The paperwork is already filled out. And I've just been sitting on it because of the fear of how the hell am I going to start something? And I'm just trying to survive. I'm afraid of walking away. Where is the money going to come from? And so Thursday... I put myself in a neg in a very negative state. But I also had a lot to do on Thursday as well, so I just couldn't do what I normally do, which is lay on my beanbag and not do anything at all. I had to get up and move around, and I really think that helped me get out of that that space. But I put on Facebook just to pray for your boy, because I'm I'm at a fork in the road right now in my life. Career wise, I can go out find an oil field job and work crazy ass hours and make money. Or I can fall 100% into creating this nonprofit, building it up and making it the best it can possibly be, staying at the job that I'm at now. Hell, I was even applying for jobs in Saudi Arabia and Pennsylvania and Fort Worth, (laughs) you know, just wanting to run away from... What I know needs to be done here in this community. And I put a post out on Facebook just to pray for your boy. Going through it. I'm trying to figure it out. Low key. I already know what I need to do. (laughs) I already know what I need to do. I just have to do it now. But there's just a lot of fear behind it. But there was a lot of support and love that I got from a Facebook post that I put out today. Just just saying to pray for your boy, going through it, feeling tired. People reached out, text, called, message. And I'm 100% grateful for, for y'all who reached out. But then in this process of feeling supported and love, the negative mindset creep, creeps in. They just have sympathy for you. You sound weak. You look weak. What a little bitch you are. Asking for help. And I was going to get on... Facebook and say something stupid about don't have sympathy for me or 
something crazy. But I said, I, instead, I just put thank y'all because people didn't have to stop what they were doing at that moment to reach out, to text, to call, to show any type of love. They didn't have to do it, but they did. And so instead of me trying to make it out to be a, a negative thing, I just said thank you because that's how my brain works. That's how it was conditioned. If I feel like I'm being a punk or weak, this is one of the thoughts I had in my head when thinking about writing a post on Facebook. If you think um, I'm weak or need sympathy, come see me. <laughs> I'll, DM, I'll DM you my address. Come see me. Because I, I feel like I have to prove how tough I am because I looked vulnerable and asking for a prayer. And this is a mindset that I'm going to, like I'm battling right now of looking weak and vulnerable. And it's not even weak. It's so strong to, to ask for help when you need help. But being conditioned to, to view it as weakness is a struggle that I'm going through now. Asking for help is, has been viewed as weakness, but I know it's something that we all need, especially me. And it's not weak. It it shows so much strength to ask for help, to be vulnerable, to talk about your feelings and emotions versus holding it in and, and acting like everything's okay when it's not. So in my head, I'm having that battle of vulnerability. Don't be vulnerable. You need help. Ask for help. You can do it yourself. On top of, get your program out. Help as many kids as possible in this area and any area that you can, but you got to make money. You got bills you got to pay. So there's that that battle. There's the, I'm on a sex detox for six months. Don't watch porn. Don't have sex. Like refrain from those things. Clear your mind to see where you can go. And I've been watching porn since the age of 10, on and off for 26 years. And then sex is something that isn't hard for me. But I also don't want to be a guy just having sex for fun. So there's that battle. And then the battle just to be a better man. I don't want to do the things I did when I was married. I don't want to hurt anyone. I want to be a protector of hearts. And so there's that battle. So there was just a lot I was going through and battling and trying to figure out. Uh, and I know it's a, a marathon and not a sprint. But it felt like every all of those battles showed up or woke up with, with me when I woke up this morning or Tuesday morning or Thursday, huh? Thursday morning. And it was just so heavy and I was having a hard time. But I'll tell you this, because I had the courage to ask for prayer, I got calls and texts from people that support and love me. And they helped me get out of that negative mind space. And the last time I was ever in like that space of negativity where I was crying, I couldn't stop crying and I was trying to hide it and act like everything okay. But the last time I was in that space was when I was 19 years old in Iraq. And we were in Alhilla and there was something that came over me. The same feelings I had, I guess I was dealing with a lot. Never been out of Odessa. First time on a plane, well, second time on a plane, I'm I'm flying to Iraq, or third time, yeah. Third time on a plane, I'm flying to Iraq. I'm in Iraq. 
uncontrollable crying, fear, so much fear. I thought I wasn't going to make it out. There was no way I was coming back from Iraq. So I cried, but I couldn't let no one see. I didn't ask for help. I walked around at our army base in the dark, cried, crying, making sure I get it all out before I step back into our little rooms that we had. Same feeling 16 years later, and I asked for help because I was going through it today. And the support and love I got from, the, from people that I, I needed it. I needed the calls and the texts. Not that I was going to do anything stupid or that I was contemplating suicide or anything like that. But it was just nice for people to go out of their way and reach out to make sure I was okay. I sometimes deal with not feeling worthy. So in my head, I'm thinking, why me? I'm not worthy enough of your time. I'm not worthy enough of your energy. Why would you stop your day and make time to reach out to me? And those calls, those texts, those you know, people reaching out help me realize and understand that there is some worth to me, that I am enough as a person, as a man, that regardless of the fear that I have when it comes to being vulnerable or asking for help, I won't be on that bridge by myself. There might be one or two people that are willing or wanting to reach out and help in any way. And I felt that today. So I started the day off feeling crappy, like the feeling of abandonment. And I ended the day feeling loved and appreciated. So two things I want you to understand. Asking for help is okay. It is not weak. It is not soft. It is one of the strongest things you can do. It is courageous. It is vulnerable. And people can use it against you one way or another. But there are truly people out there that really want to see you do good. They want to see you succeed They want to see you be the best you can possibly be. And if you're struggling and you're afraid to ask for help, hit me up because I will ask for you. Whatever it is that you need, do not be afraid to reach out and ask for help. And the second thing is, if you're somewhere where you feel like your energy is being depleted, well, it's difficult for you to wake up to go to a job. Or if if you're in a relationship, to be with that person. You got to start having the tough conversations. Because where you are should energize you. Who you're with should energize you. Some days you might not want to be with them. Some days you might not want to go to that job. But majority of the time, when you wake up, when you're around people, you should feel energized. And if you leave people drained or a job drained, or you know what it is that you need to do and you're just not doing it because you're afraid of how to start. I challenge you just to start like I'm going to do. I'm going to start. And I'm not sure where this is going to take me. Or If I fail, I fail. At least I can learn from it. But I don't want to just continue going down this path of nothingness. To be honest with you, if I keep going down this path, It's taking me nowhere, and I'm not going to go or be in the places that I really want to go and be. So 
If anyone hasn't told you today that they love you, let me be the first to say I love you. You are awesome. You are amazing. You deserve the best that this world has to offer. Do not give up. Do not quit. The world does not get easier, but you get stronger. Y'all have a blessed Friday and have a good weekend. Bye-bye. Thank you for listening. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast so you never miss an episode. And for daily motivational and up-to-date content, follow us on Facebook and Instagram at Excellence Above Talent. And remember, keep moving forward, never give up, and you are never alone in this battle. We'll see you next time.